Before going on to listen to this episode, I must preface it with a trigger warning. In this episode that you are about to listen to, I will be mentioning eating disorders, calories, weight, relapse, and other mental health issues. This podcast is meant to be an educational podcast, introducing you to the world of living with an eating disorder. I want everyone to feel safe as they listen, so please proceed with caution. This will include genuine content only. Thank you for listening and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Reasons for Recovery. Um, If you're watching on the video version right now, you'll see my cat back there. Hopefully, he won't be too much of a distraction. He loves to make an appearance every now and then. Um, (laughs) But anyways, I hope you all have been having a great week so far or a great day, whatever you um, may be listening to this. Um, I am sorry. I want to say straight out on the very beginning of this episode that I do apologize for the late upload um and I know it probably doesn't affect anybody at all because you probably didn't even notice but to me it it drives me insane um I'm very structured and very you know like organized and like to schedule everything on time I mean you guys know that um with the whole scheduling layout that I have but things just you know have been very stressful very busy this week and I just have not had any time at all to record an episode. I've been very busy with school. Um, I'm a senior in college this year for those that didn't know. Um, I've got many other things uh, going on. I'm getting married very soon. Uh, We're scratching 80 days until the wedding day so a lot to get covered and get done and over with (laughs) before that day comes. Um, So yeah it's just been very very busy Uh, the past couple of weeks, and I am going to be honest, I didn't really come up with a topic until, like, yesterday, and yesterday was when, was when I was supposed to post the podcast, (laughs) so, um, I just really like schedules and getting everything out on time, so it it bothers me that I'm not posting this when I said I was going to post it, so I apologize if you're like me and you like everything structured, um, but Usually nobody complains about this, so, you know, hopefully it doesn't bother you that this is a little bit late. I did post, like, um, a, like, little thing on my Instagram story saying that it would be posted late. So, hopefully everyone got the memo. Um, but besides that, I hope you guys have been having a great week so far. Um, like I said, mine's been super busy, um, but hopefully yours is not. Hopefully yours has been great and carefree and just you know, pure bliss, um, complete opposite of what mine's been. Um, but anyway, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm here and I'm recording this and getting it out and done with. Um, so you guys can have some content, which is what I strive to do. So, um, I wanted to, with, on that note, with producing content, I wanted to kind of give a brief reminder and like update about where the podcast is going, the future of this podcast. Um, And I've talked about it a lot before in other episodes, um, and I want to give, like, one final update about the future of this podcast. I really hope my cat doesn't do anything stupid. Okay, great. (laughs) Anyways, okay, so, um, as you guys know, um, I said that season three would be the last, like, full-length season of Reasons for Recovery, and then afterwards I would do two separate mini-series to kind of follow this. Um, And so we're on season three, if you weren't aware of that. So there's, you know, only going to be a couple of episodes left. 
And I have decided there are going to be three more podcast episodes left in the full length, uh, you know, episodes of Reasons for Recovery. So after this episode is posted, there will be three more episodes and then Reasons for Recovery is done. Like the podcast will be done. The full length podcast will be done. And then afterwards, that is when I'll start my mini series, which if you have never heard of it, here's a reminder or, you know, I'm just going to talk about it again. Um, I'm going to do two mini series. One of them is going to be where I like interview people in my life that have been very important to my recovery journey or just have been there since the very beginning. Um, I'm going to do like little interviews with people and then the other one is going to just be like story times uh, from times in my recovery journey or even before my recovery journey and kind of like what I learned from that and how I grew from that uh, event so I'm going to be doing that for the other mini series and they'll be probably like 10 to 15 minutes long not really you know like this like 45 minutes to an hour Um, it's not going to be like that It's only going to be like 10 to 15 minutes, probably max, and it's not going to be video. I've decided that now. It's not going to be a video version. It's just going to be audio, and that's it. Just keeping it short and simple and very sweet and very easy for me to edit and everything. Um, So, yeah, there's that, and I'm probably only going to do uh, between three to five episodes in those miniseries. I'll decide later on when it gets to that point. Um, and I don't know if I've ever like given an exact number of how many episodes I'm going to do, but I'm, I'm saying now it's going to be probably like three to five episodes in the mini series. So just to kind of give a brief synopsis, there's going to be three more episodes left in reasons for recovery, the podcast. And then I'm going to do two mini series right after that. And they're going to be about three to five of those per mini series. And they're going to be like 10 to 15 minutes each. And they're only going to be audio version. So if you're a video uh, podcast watcher or whatever, um, you can just find all this on Spotify or I guess, I don't think my podcast is on Apple Podcasts. It's on the the Google Podcast though. Um, So you can find it anywhere you get podcasts, but Apple Podcasts, I think. Um, But yeah, so that's just like a quick reminder of how the podcast is going to end, like what's the future going to look like for it and all of that. And I'm saying this because, you know, I can't talk about this forever. You know, some people have podcasts that last years and years and years and years. But with what I'm talking about and what information I am giving in this uh, podcast, it's not something that I can talk about forever. Um, you know, eventually I have to end it because, uh, you know, at some point I'm just going to keep repeating myself and I already do that a lot. So I decided, you know, it's going to be a good stopping point here within the next few episodes, you know, to end it. So I just really wanted this to be like a, a short project, even though it's been like almost two years or a year and a half now uh, that I've been doing this podcast. Uh, I just want it to be something that I could say that I did. Um, And, you know, I've helped a lot of people along the way. And that was really the only goal that I wanted to get out of this podcast was to help others and get the message out and uh, shine a light on eating disorders and eating disorder awareness and all of that. And I feel like I've achieved that goal. So I want to end on a high note and, you know, not keep going and keep repeating myself over and over and people just get bored of it. So um, I'm ending where I feel like it's the best place to end. So Uh, I want to say thank you. 
um, to everyone who's made it this far into uh, this journey and everything. Um, but yeah, three more episodes after this and then some mini series, and that'll be it. Um, but yeah, how about we jump into today's topic? Um, you know, now that we've been rambling for like eight minutes. Um, so today's episode is going to be just a little bit different. It still pertains to, you know, growing and learning from stuff in our eating disorder and our recovery, but I wanted to make this episode kind of like a reflection on stuff that I used to do in the past with my eating disorder recovery journey. Um, so this episode is going to be talking about like stuff that I used to say or uh, used to do in recovery that I would never do now. And I'm making this episode, like I said, as kind of like a reflection of my growth in recovery to kind of, you know, show how over the years I've learned like what's okay to say, what's okay not to, what's not okay to say, or what's okay to do and what's not okay to do. Um, Because I feel like, you know, I, I talked about this in the episode um, a few months back, you know, it's all about growth and strengthening yourself with recovery. And this is a perfect example right here of all the stuff that I'm about to talk about, um, how I've grown and I've learned from these mistakes that I've made and how I've strengthened myself and, um, you know, understood how to continue my recovery without doing this certain thing. Um, so yeah, I'm just going to talk about a couple of things that I have learned within my eating disorder journey, um, recovery journey that I've found out is not okay to do and that I will never do again. Um, so yeah, maybe you guys can relate to this. I know a lot of people probably could relate, um, that there's a couple of things you might've done at the beginning of your journey that you probably would never do now. And I might talk about it in this episode. So Let's go ahead and get into the first thing uh, that I want to reflect on that I used to do in my recovery. Okay, so the first thing that I used to do a lot um, at the very beginning of my recovery um, that I will never ever do again is openly talk about my weight or openly talk about how low in weight I was. Um, For those of you that are just now tuning into this podcast and like, figuring out who I am and what this podcast is. I suffered from anorexia. That was the eating disorder that I had. And when I first started my recovery journey, I was very, very open about how much I used to weigh. And it's okay in like, you know, when you're talking to your nutritionist or your doctor to talk about your weight openly because that's what they're there for. They're there to help you restore your weight. But I found myself during my recovery talking about like that publicly with anybody and everybody. I I was very, very public with how much I used to weigh and how much my, um, my goal weight was and all of that stuff, which if you're not aware, that's not really okay to discuss openly because you have no idea what anybody is going through and what triggers somebody else. And I'm going to use the word trigger a lot in this episode. And I don't want to get that misconstrued because in today's world, the word triggered does not mean what it used to mean. But um, I'm going to use it in the term of like, you know, you get very upset or offended at something. I, I feel like the word trigger gets misconstrued a lot and people use it in the wrong terms. Um, And I feel like trigger warnings get blown out of proportion a lot nowadays, Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to use the word trigger a lot, but I'm going to use it in the right context. Um, 
So don't think I'm like getting it misconstrued or anything. But um, I used to openly talk about how much I weighed like as a person with anorexia. And if you are an OG listener, you would know that I literally said it straight out the gate on my very first episode of this podcast, which is a huge no-no. You know, you don't want to be someone suffering from an eating disorder, specifically anorexia, and you find my podcast and, you know, you tune into the very first episode and the first thing you hear is how much I used to weigh. Like that, that just baffles me that I did that. And I would love to go back and edit that out if I could. Um, but one, I don't know how, and two, it's already been out there for almost two years, so people have already heard it. Um, and I, I don't know if it's offended anybody or triggered anybody or hurt anybody in any sort of way. I've never gotten, you know, someone telling me that. I've never heard that, but it's not okay because you never know. There might be someone out there silently that gets offended by that. Like, there might be someone out there that does not let me know that, you know, hearing someone openly talk about their weight is very triggering to them. Um, so that's something I, I will never, ever, ever do again, is talk openly about how much I weigh or how much I used to weigh. And you guys know this, I haven't weighed myself in over two years now. Um, I haven't weighed myself since August of 2020 when I went to a doctor's office and I, like, saw the number on the scale. That's the last time I had ever, like, seen the number on the scale and actually, like, knew it and everything. So, I haven't known what my weight was since that time two years ago. It could have fluctuated since then. It could be more. It could be less. But who cares, you know? It's just a number that is dictated by gravity and that's it. Like, it doesn't define you. It doesn't, you know, tell you who you are. It doesn't tell you how worthy you are. It's literally just a number. You know, you deal with numbers every single day. It it doesn't make a difference, you know? Um, So I don't know why I was, I was so open about how much I weighed. I feel like there was a part of me internally, because when I first started the podcast, I was still relatively new in recovery. Um, I don't think I had hit a year into my recovery just yet. Or I was already past a year, and even a year into recovery, I was still learning a lot of things uh, that were triggering and weren't triggering to people. Um, But I feel like I started the podcast right at that time where um, I was still learning a lot, and I didn't know at the time that, you know, talking about your weight openly and how much you used to weigh was a very triggering thing to some people. You know, you don't want to... Like, if, if you suffered from anorexia and you're trying to recover and you, you know, you don't want to think about how much you weigh or gaining weight or anything like that, but, you know, you hear someone say, like, oh, I used to weigh X amount of pounds, um, you know, that kind of gets you, you know, if you have an eating disorder, you'll, you'll understand completely. Like, that kind of gets you down when you hear something like that, when you hear someone openly talking about how much they used to weigh or how low in weight they are. Um, or how underweight they are. If, if you have an eating disorder, specifically anorexia, you'll know exactly how that feels. You'll know that feeling when you hear someone openly saying, like, how much they weigh. It instantly sparks in your head, like, oh, man, I wish I weighed that much. Or, oh, man, they weigh too much. You know, sometimes it's like that. And I, I, I know now to never ever openly discuss my weight, how much I used to weigh, how much I think I weigh now, I'll I'll never discuss it. I'll never, ever talk about it because I I just know now there could be people out there 
around me, whoever they may be, that are still struggling with their weight and still struggling to understand and comprehend that the number has no meaning, you know? Um, so I, I will never talk about it. And, you know, I learned from that very first episode um, since then that it's not okay because you don't want a bunch of people you know, listening to your podcast, listening to you and trying to get some sort of inspiration out of it and then hearing how much you used to weigh and then getting instantly triggered like, oh man, I never weighed that much. I, I wish I weighed that much, you know? That that was that was the one thing that that kind of did it in for me was thinking about how many people listened to that first episode I ever posted because that is my most listened to episode, I think. Um, my very, very first one. And um it, it just occurred to me, like, how many people listened to that that were still very, very sick and still battling those terrible thoughts that an eating disorder gives you? How many people, you know, tuned into that episode thinking, oh, man, this will be a great episode to listen to. This will be a great podcast to start listening to. And then they hear me talk about how much I used to weigh and, you know, instantly thinking like, oh, my gosh, I never weighed that that much or I never weighed that number like now that's going to make me want to weigh like that because I want to be like that person I want to be that number on the scale you know um and that's that's just what did it in for me like just thinking about all of those people out there that might have had that mindset you know hearing that number uh that I said in the very first episode and hearing me just openly talk about my weight and how that might make them feel and it, it was it's nothing no hard feelings to the person that asked me this question because my first episode I ever posted was a Q&A just kind of like to get to know me better and that was at the time when I thought only my family would listen to it and like my close friends I didn't think that it would like really go anywhere I thought it was just more so like a project for my family to listen to so the person that asked me that was a family member uh, one of my extended family members um they were just innocently asking, you know, how, how low did I get in my weight? Like how, how, not skinny, that's not the right word to use. How uh, underweight did I get? You know, that was one of the questions and it wasn't them like mocking me or being rude in any sort of way. If you don't have an eating disorder, you don't know what's right and what's wrong to say sometimes. And that person didn't know it was not okay to ask that. And since I didn't really understand at the time that that was a terrible thing to talk about, you know, I gladly answered it. Um, but now I know, like I grew from that. I learned that it's not okay to talk about because there's still people out there somewhere that do not like hearing, you know, how much someone weighs or how much someone used to weigh because it'll give them down that spiral of like, oh man, I want to weigh that. I wish that I weighed that number. And I don't want to have that. I don't want anyone to feel that way. So that's why I strictly never talk about weight. Um, I never talk about specific numbers, how much I used to weigh, how much I weigh now, which I don't even know anyways. Um, but yeah, that's how I learn from that. Um, and I, I will never ever talk about uh, my weight again openly, even if it's like joking or anything, because I used to do that a lot. I used to cope with my trauma by joking and I won't even do that anymore because it's, you never know what the person could be going through that you're talking to. So that's one thing that I have completely stopped doing um, during my recovery journey. Okay, now the second thing that I want to talk about uh, just to kind of reflect on, and I feel like 
a lot of people can relate to this one. Um, but one thing that I will never, ever, ever do again is uh, posting sick pictures, posting before pictures of what I used to look like on the internet. Never will I do that again because, oh my gosh, that's probably 10 times worse than openly talking about my weight. Um, and I mean, it should be obvious why this is such a terrible thing to do. Like, I understand the intentions for some people because this is what I you know, took it as, this is how I intended it to be when I posted sick pictures, but, you know, I, I posted it as, like, an awareness to what an eating disorder can do to you, but looking back at it, no sick picture will amount to any sort of inspiration, really. Um, if anything, it just makes people feel terrible, so I, I've completely stopped doing that. I've, have not posted a sick picture, um, or a before picture in a very long time. Um, and I've been guilty of this, honestly, up until a couple of months ago. Like, I didn't really, really see, like, the severity of this until, man, like, probably the beginning of 2022. Um, and as soon as I understood, like, how bad this can be, I, like, instantly went back and deleted everything I'd ever put, like, on Instagram, on Facebook, stuff like that, because I used to post a lot of that stuff just to kind of raise awareness and to kind of just talk about, like, hey, this is what anorexia does to you, but, you know, I'm better now and stuff like that. But looking back, it's like anybody could see that. Anybody with an eating disorder could see that and get the wrong mindset and get the wrong ideas out of that. Somebody could see that and be like, oh my gosh, I wish I looked like that. And, you know, even though you have a different intention when you post it, it's going to get a different, you know, it's going to get a different vibe, if you know what I mean. Um, hate to use that word, but that's all I can think of right now. Um, but like, for example, my one year of recovery post. I posted on my Instagram when I hit one year in recovery. Um, I posted like the very, it, it was like a slideshow of pictures on Instagram. And the first one I posted was like, or the first picture was a picture of me like holding up a sign that said one year of recovery, like cute, whatever. But then almost all of the rest of the pictures in that slideshow were sick pictures. They were like pictures of me like deathly ill and not good looking like there were it was literally pictures of like what my stomach looked like what my back looked like like really really detailed very very terrible images that I did not completely understand were bad to show to people until like very recently and I have since taken that post down I've completely deleted that off of my social media because yikes <laughs> um it, it's it's really really bad uh looking back at it how like how severe and how damaging that can be to somebody that is still dealing with anorexia or just dealing with an eating disorder in general and you know they see a sick picture and they're like dang I wish I looked like that you know um and in that Instagram post all of the feedback was positive because like in the um caption I was just talking about like I've hit one year, you know, I never thought I'd get this far and just like a long drawn out, um, 
you know, caption about my journey and stuff. And all of the comments were, of course, like, you're amazing, great job, blah, blah, blah. And that fueled my my self-esteem amazingly. Like, it made me feel very positive about that post. But in reality, there could be somebody behind that screen that didn't like that image and didn't comment on it. Because, you know, all I'm seeing, all I saw on my end was the positive comments and all of the likes that it got. That was my most liked picture on Instagram or my most liked pictures since it was like a slideshow. Um, And that's all I was seeing out of that. All I was seeing was, you know, positive feedback, positive comments, bunch of likes. and, And there could be somebody out there. There could have been many people out there that saw that image or saw those images and didn't like the photo and they didn't comment on it. And, you know, since I didn't see a comment, I just automatically assumed like maybe they didn't see it. But there could be somebody out there that didn't interact with it that saw that picture or saw those pictures and probably thought like, oh my gosh, I wish I looked this way, or oh my gosh, I want to look like that, I want to be her, and in reality, no you don't, because those pictures were when I was very sick and dying, and you know, that's why I have completely like deleted all of that off social media, because I even had that on my Facebook as well, Um, which I mean, we're just my friends and family, but there could have been even just a friend out there or a family member that I didn't know about um, that could be dealing with an eating disorder that could see those pictures and say in their head, like, I wish I looked like that. And God forbid, make them relapse or something. Um, Because that's a possibility, you know, somebody that's trying to go through recovery might see a sick photo and want to relapse because I know that's happened with me that's happened with me a lot um I'll go on Instagram and like in my explore page there have many times been you know like someone like a sick picture because like I do like a lot of photos on Instagram that pertain to like anorexia recovery like positive stuff but every now and then like a sick picture of somebody will slip in there and in my mind like in the back of my mind I always have that little voice that's like you need to look like that again. Like, you want to look like that. But, like, no, I don't because, like, that would be terrible. I don't want to go through all of that again. Um, And that's the same mindset here with the stuff that I posted. Like, there could be somebody out there that saw those images, didn't interact with it or anything, but they saw it and they had that, you know, mind that mindset like I want to look like that again I want to look like her I want to be that skinny you know and that's why I deleted everything that pertains to like sick pictures all of that stuff Um, because I don't want anybody thinking that I don't want anybody to look me up on social media and see that I've been posting that trying to make it more so like an inspirational kind of thing but you know I didn't want them to take it the wrong way Um, and maybe they did maybe they took it the wrong way and they got triggered by it and you know hopefully like not relapse from that because that would that would have been terrible but that that's like when worse comes to worse like that's the one thing I think about like when I look at sick pictures I'm like oh my gosh why did I post this because somebody could have relapsed from this picture like somebody could have looked at my sick picture and wanted to relapse because of that and that's like the main reason I took down all of my sick pictures Because, like I said, at the time, I was doing it, I was posting all of that to be, like, an inspiration, you know. I wanted to post it to spread awareness and stuff like that. But people get the wrong ideas out there, and people still get triggered by certain stuff that you probably don't get triggered by. 
And now I'm one of those people that definitely do get triggered by sick pictures because I too have that same voice in the back of my head that's like, you need to look like that again. You need to be skinny like that person again. And, you know, I have to just tell it shut up because I don't want to go through all of that again. Um, but yeah, that's another thing that I have grown a lot from is just posting sick, pi sick pictures or before pictures, you know, pictures that I took before my recovery. Um, and like, you know, it's, it's universal, I think, with people taking pictures of themselves before they started recovery, not necessarily to like document, but more so just to like body check and stuff like that. But it's just it's just messed up looking looking back at it. It's just very messed up to post it on the internet now that I think about it, you know. So that's why I took it all down. And to make sure I definitely never, ever, ever post something like that again, I even deleted the folder in my uh, images of all of the sick pictures that I ever have. Because I actually had a folder in my uh, gallery of my photos and it was called my journey and it was just a bunch of sick pictures that I took before my recovery and even during my recovery um, and I deleted all of them I deleted that folder just to ensure that I never ever look at that or post that because even if I never post it I could still go back and look at it myself like look at pictures of myself and think man I wish I looked like that again and I don't want to you know put that mindset back in my head so I've deleted all of that. I've deleted the folder, deleted everything off social media, just getting rid of any potential, you know, triggering image that might be out there of me. So the third and final thing that I wanted to talk about uh, when it comes to reflecting on things that I used to do in my recovery, um, the last thing I want to touch on is something that I used to say a lot that I don't think I will ever say again. Um, and that was, um, I, I used to say this a lot, even in podcast episodes, um, that there is no end to your recovery and it's something you just have to deal with forever. Now, I know like this is going to sound kind of contradictory, but, um, I used to say a lot in my very early episodes that there is no end in your recovery and it's something you're just gonna have to deal with forever. And, um, that just kind of sounds harsh. <laughs> like, like looking back at that and thinking about that, like those words just kind of sound very harsh and don't sound super welcoming to somebody that is just starting their journey in recovery. Um, and that's why I don't ever say that anymore. Um, but I used to say in a lot of early episodes, like, this is something you'll have to deal with forever. Like there is no end in recovery. Like you're going to have to put up with this for the rest of your life. Like I used to say stuff like that. And I didn't do it necessarily to scare people, but I did it to let people know, like, this is something that you have to be committed to fighting with every single day. Because there will be times where you think your eating disorder is, like, gone and done with, and, like, it'll just sneak back up on, a, like, a random day of, of the week. Um, but I, I used to say a lot in like early episodes and even to just people like when talking about it in general conversation that like there is no end to recovery, like you're recovering for the rest of your life, which essentially, yes, you are, but like that's not something you really like talk about in that sort of context. Like you don't want to like the same thing with um, that first topic I talked about with like my weight and everything. You don't want to tune into a podcast and I'll only hear like, 
um, you're never going to reach the end of your recovery. Like you're, you're only, you're going to be recovering for the rest of your life. Like this is something you have to deal with every single day. Like that just doesn't sound encouraging. Like I don't want to be someone that's dealing with an eating disorder, tuning into a podcast that's supposed to be inspirational and, you know, happy and help me get through my recovery journey and, you know, hear that stuff. Um, so I have since then, you know, not really said that. Like the thing is, yes, recovery is a daily thing. It's something that you can never really like, you you can't really like give that up. You have to do it every single day. But I wouldn't necessarily go as far to say as like, there is no end. You could be one of those lucky people that there is an end and like you don't deal with it anymore because there are some people out there that recover from an eating disorder and they never have issues with it like later on in their life it was just something that they dealt with maybe when they were a teenager or a young adult whatever and they might be grown and they don't have any problems with it anymore um so i just i don't want people to get the wrong ideas listening to this podcast thinking that they're going to be recovering forever because that just sounds like harsh and scary and kind of depressing um so when i talk about recovery now I more so don't really talk about, like, an end or anything. I just say, like, you know, this is something you have to commit your life to, something that you have to talk, have to deal with every single day, and something that you have to, you know, make sure you stick to, and you stay committed to, and you stay, you know, on the ball with. You can't, like, you know, do do this willy-nilly. You can't go into recovery with, you know, a bad mindset. You can't do it. You can't half- ASS it, if you know what I mean. I don't say cuss words, so I'm not going to say the actual word, but you know what I mean. Um, you can't go into recovery with uh, with a foggy mindset, a bad, a bad mindset, anything like that. Um, you have to go into recovery fully wanting it, fully, fully intending to um, conquer it and everything, but whenever you have the mindset of like, oh, this is something I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life, like that kind of gets you down a little bit. I know it did for me because I used to have that mindset with my own recovery that, you know, this is something I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life and, you know, it's never going to end. But that's just, that's just not really the proper mindset to have when you go into recovery. When you go into recovery, you have to take it a day at a time and only focus on that day and not think about what the future is. Just think about how your recovery is on that certain day. Um, So like today, you only focus on what's going on today. What are you doing in your recovery uh, or what are you doing to benefit your recovery today? Don't worry about in the future. Don't worry about how you might still be doing this a year down the road or five years down the road. You need to think about just one day at a time and it's not going to seem like forever you know if you're just taking it one day at a time slowly but surely you'll get to that point where you're still technically in recovery but you know that eating disorder voice is far gone like it's not going to come back even if it's super super tiny you know it's not going to come back to you and I feel like there are some people out there or I know, I don't feel like this, I know that there are some people out there that have been in recovery for a certain amount of time, and after so long, that voice is super, super minimal, barely, barely there, so they don't really, you know, they don't really actively pursue recovery like they used to, because that eating disorder voice is basically gone, 
Um, and eventually it'll feel like you're not even in recovery anymore and you're just living your normal life and you're just taking it day by day like you usually do because that, that's how my recovery feels like sometimes. Like I, I say I'm two and a half years into recovery, but there are some days where I feel like I'm not in recovery anymore. I'm just living my day like a normal person, you know, and I'm not, I'm not taking it as like, oh, what am I going to eat today? Am I going to eat this today? Uh, well, I need to eat this because I didn't eat that. You know, I'm not like spiraling and thinking about certain things and worried about what I'm going to eat and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, like I'm still in recovery, but I'm not like actively like thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be in recovery forever. Like I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. No, I'm taking it piece by piece, day at a time, and I'm not worried about how long this might be or how many years into the future that I might still be doing this. You know, I'm just taking each day just like it's a normal day. And when you get so far into recovery, it's going to eventually start to seem that way, you know? <clears throat> Gosh, I need water. I don't know why I didn't get water, but my voice is like, <laughs> my throat feels like it's closing up. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> so anyways, okay. Um, but that's how it feels. Like after you've been in recovery for a certain amount of time, you're eventually just going to get to the point where it's like, I'm just living my day like a normal person. I'm not living it like I'm surrounded by my eating disorder. Um, so that's why I don't really say that sort of mindset anymore. Like, you know, you're going to be doing this forever. Recovery's never going to end. You know, I don't look at it like that anymore and I don't proclaim it like that anymore and I don't talk about it that way anymore I just talk about it as taking it one step at a time <clears throat> and taking it one day at a time and making sure you're putting your hundred like 100% of your effort into it and if you're doing that your days are not going to seem like you're in recovery they're just going to seem like normal days where you're just living your life like a normal person and, you know, going about your day, not worrying about stuff, not thinking about food. And it's just, it, it's just, that's how it is now. It's, it's just like, I don't even know what the word is. Like, I'm having a brain fart. But <laughs> you, you get the picture. You get the idea. That, that's why I never, I never say recovery is a never-ending process. Um, it might feel like that to some people. But that's not how I look at it or how I tell people it's like. I just, you know, I just say take it one day at a time and eventually it's going to seem like you're not even in recovery anymore. You're just living your life and that's really all there is to it. All right. So there you guys go. Um, those are just some things that I, um, not necessarily, I would say guilt was guilty of. I don't like to use the word guilty. I guess those are some things that I used to do in my recovery that I definitely don't do anymore. Um, and I, again, just wanted to make this episode as kind of like uh, a, an episode to talk about my growth and my progress in recovery and how it has affected myself, you know, the podcast, people outside of the podcast, stuff like that. Um, hopefully you resonated with something in this episode or learned something from this episode, um, whatever it might be. I hope that you got something out of this. Um, I feel like I was kind of all over the place, uh, mostly just because I... I'm super busy, like I said, and I just have so many things on my mind, um, but I hope you got something out of this. I hope that this was informative in some sort of way uh, and you learned something new. Um, like I said, this was just kind of like a growth and a learning and healing process um, 
to just kind of document what my life and recovery was and mindsets that I used to have and kind of how they are now. Um, but if there's anything in particular from this episode that resonated with you and you want to talk more about it, um, or if there's anything in another episode that might have resonated with you, or you just want to talk about like your recovery or starting recovery, um, you can completely feel free to talk to me. My Instagram DMs are open. My Instagram handle is in the description if you would like to uh, DM me about anything, comments, questions, concerns about the podcast anything literally I'll respond instantly um you know if it's a fan of if it's someone that avidly listens to the podcast and has a question or needs help on something trust me any sort of person that has messaged me can attest to this I answer like almost instantly um because I'm I'm that fervent to help whoever uh, might be listening to this or watching this um that has any sort of questions or concerns so um but if that's you if you want to talk to me, my Instagram DM is in the description. If you don't do Instagram, I also have my email down there for you to use as well. Um, you can email me any kind of comments or questions as well. And if you are one that might feel like they are ready to start recovery, first of all, congratulations. Um, but if you feel like you are ready to take like the actual steps that you need to take in order to start that process, um, like medical professional help, um, and, you know, you can come talk to me, but keep in mind, I am not a professional. I'm not a medical professional. I don't work in that field at all. I'm literally a meteorology major. <laughs> I'm not like somebody that's majoring in that, studying that or anything. You know, I just make a podcast about it because I've dealt with it myself. Um, and I'm just here for encouragement and for a, a push to get you the help you actually need. Um, so if that's you and you're ready to start recovery and you feel like you actually are like ready to get that help, um, there will be some, what's the word? Numbers. <laughs> there will be numbers down there for you to call or text uh, to get you more help on that. And there's also some supplemental resources in the description as well. Some websites that you can go visit for more information on that uh, about mental health um, and other stuff that eating disorders come along with. Um, so if you're interested in any of that, those will be down in the description as well. And also, if you feel led to donate to the podcast, if you'd like to, you know, see some equipment change, like maybe I can get a new mic or a new computer or something. Um, if you just like to donate to the podcast, uh, my Venmo is in the description for you to use. Um, don't donate. Don't feel like you're pressured to donate or anything. I'm not like begging you to donate or anything. It's just if you feel led to, if you feel like this podcast is something that's a huge part of your life and you want to uh, donate and have proceeds towards it, you know, that'll be in the description for you to use. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, again, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have an amazing day and an amazing week and remember to stay safe and healthy.